Hey, and welcome to episode six of Hit The Clock podcast, the season finale. I am Cheryl, your host, and we are ending such an amazing season with a truly eye-opening episode. Sensual dominant Amanu Jaku joins me to discuss what it is to actually be a sensual dominant, how he got into the lifestyle, the negotiation process, prepping for a session, and what gets him off. We talk a bit about definitions, labels, and people's presumptions when it comes to BDSM. Ball gags, sex toys, and the need for men to be more open about their feelings, plus the importance of aftercare. The guilt some men feel after masturbating, and men as side pieces, is also up for discussion. It's juicy, let me tell you. But if you are easily offended, or find fruity language and sexual descriptions difficult to deal with, please proceed with caution. As always, if you want to connect with me you can find me on all socials at cheryl's world so yeah brace yourself for this ride because it's gonna be a turbulent one enjoy i am super excited for this episode because finally it's been a long time coming we've been back and forth we've been talking about having this kind of conversation for i would say the best part of a year at least so with me right now, and ready to talk the things, I have a Manu Jaku, but I'm going to call him a Manu because otherwise I'll end up eating my tongue halfway through this conversation. He is essential dominant. You're going to understand exactly what that is in just a little while. But thank you so much for your time today, Amanu. Really appreciate you being here today. How are you? I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah? Good. All right. So today, obviously, we're here. We're talking about you. Focus is all on you today, Amanu. And I think that you're particularly interesting because, as I mentioned, you're essential dominant. Now, for a lot of people, I don't know whether they're au fait with what the term sensual dominant actually is. So if you could just kind of break it down in really basic terms for the most basic of people to understand. Okay, let's say sensual domination is a lighter side of BDSM where you focus more on the pleasure than the pain part and it's usually about creating the right sort of environment where you can both be sexually fulfilled to the to the maximum so is it about both of you because okay so when it comes to sort of domination and submission I feel like there's generally one party that benefits more whether that's the sub coming to the dominant to be submissive because that's their need that they need fulfilling or vice versa would you say that the kind of pleasure balance in your scenarios or when you have your sensual domination quote-unquote sessions would you say the pleasure is balanced or it's more about the other person for you i'd say it's balanced because seeing somebody incredibly turned on turns me on even more and it kind of builds up over time as well so literally when it actually comes to the point where i get fulfilled it's off the back of her being yeah and let's just clarify at this point so you're straight so the people that you deal with i don't even like that term straight let's just clarify here that you yeah you deal purely with women in, in terms of domination and just in terms of sex so walk me through like just a standard kind of i mean i know each setting would be or each situation would be sort of unique to itself like there's different requirements different wants different needs but just generally how does it work do you kind of have a conversation first about what you might kind of do in a session what how does how does it go how does it pop 
if it's a new partner, there's a negotiation between what they're willing to accept and what what's a hard no. Someone will go, oh, I don't like nipple play or I don't like oral or I don't like this, I don't like that. And you incorporate it. But over time, it's a process because you get to learn the person and what they like. So basically, when you learn them the right way, you can create a situation where multiple orgasms are involved. Like literally you go, okay, I know. Like It sounds really simple, but sometimes right, you, you have to know exactly what parts of them to touch and where certain things are lo- located yeah. because this might sound as a surprise to some people but women's clitorises are not always in the same sort of place sometimes they take <laughs> some fi- sometimes they take some finding okay I I, I I need you to elaborate a little bit on that the reason why I say that is because obviously I talk a lot about women's bodies and, and I do focus a lot on the clitoris and the importance of the clitoris especially when it comes to pleasure right 8,000 nerve endings and all that lot that shit needs to be stimulated so when you say that it generally is in a different position like how because my understanding is anatomically the clitoris is at the top above yes. the, the pee-pee hole or yes that's that's where it is but sometimes where the top is is sometimes <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's literally you're sitting there going okay and also sometimes it's, it's the approach of how you do it like sometimes some women like a lighter touch some women like a firmer touch some women like basically delicate touch and some women like, like it to be firmer some women like to be licked some women like to be sucked and sometimes you, you it, that takes time to figure out right so it's not, it's not so much like oh yeah you go down there and it's the same place all the time it's not even if you do go down there which is well worth it if you in my opinion okay you... so you're, you're flying <laughs> the flag for oral sex for women i love that go on carry on right, it, it, sometimes it, it takes a while to figure it out sometimes I, I could be down there for an hour oh my goodness <laughs> An hour, just yeah. trying to figure it all out. Yeah. Oh. One time I was down there literally for about an hour and 10 minutes. And I was like going, I was thinking, hang about, this isn't working. Let's try this. This isn't know. working. And it literally, it was like, it was like a, like a puzzle. Cause I was like, okay, that's not, that's not working. Gauging her reactions. I finally figured it out. Oh my goodness. Like you unlocked the key. Yeah. And was well rewarded for it actually. <laughs> was it like just a full gush in your face as a result? Yeah. She, she squirted. <laughs> Oh, would you say, I mean, okay, just moving away slightly, would you say that we all know that not every woman can... No, they don't. And, and squirting comes in many different forms. Sometimes it's a rush of water. Sometimes it can just be, I guess, female ejaculation, which is more of a, a sort of a dribble. And well, even sort of squirting can come as a form of a dribble without getting too technical about what's what. Would you say in order for you to feel that you've achieved the aim, do you have to see the physical kind of fallout? So would you need to see a certain amount of water or ejaculate or whatever to know that you've accomplished Shit. No, because right, not every woman squirts, as, as you mentioned. Not every woman squirts, so that's not an end goal. It's literally it's like a, a happy bonus. Right. It's like, ooh, I didn't expect that. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it's like literally when, when you're at Christmas, your boss slips an extra 100 quid into your paycheck. You're like, wow, wow, okay, I didn't expect that. You. Thank you. It's like a, a huge bonus. But it's, it literally, what's more important to me is like the physical reaction, just generally, like, you know, the arching, the sign, the squirming, the, the shuddering, the shaking, the sort of like, oh, look, look at you on that bed shaking away <laughs> i can imagine and i think that's important that we kind of make it clear that not every woman is gonna like literally gush or throw water out there's many other ways of understanding that a woman's being satisfied okay so just kind of going back so you'd have this conversation so with a new partner okay so someone's coming um they've called you up they're like hi manu you know i heard you offer sexual domination i'm really interested <laughs> <laughs> oh if it was just so formal it's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do like people hit you up on the socials? Like, how do you meet your clients for starters? They usually hit me up on the socials or they just meet right. me sometimes. And sometimes they'll, they'll know me. Like, I'll be out like 
box park or something like that. And they're like, oh yeah, you're okay. And they recognize and, you because I mean, you're anonymous. So how do they recognize you? They don't. Uh-huh. The thing is, it comes down to the fact is a lot of them is like, I kind of have to say, well, you know, I, I'm a little, I do a little bit, I do things a little bit different. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you drop it. I do things a little bit different. And then, then that kind of sort of, what do you mean hey, by different? That must be <laughs> curiosity. Yeah. So they think, what do you, what do you mean by that? And then, or sometimes you, it will just branch off from just a, a link. Ah, interesting. Okay, so I can imagine. So you meet a guy in box park, right? And you just think this is a regular guy or just just like trying to move to you. You exchange numbers. Next thing you know, you're flipping strapped up downstairs in a flipping dungeon, arms behind your back, getting sensually dominated. Sounds good to me. Sounds <laughs> good. It oh, it's good. Something, right? Sometimes you've got to ease people in because some women are like... Be the same? No, mm. never gonna happen. But, and again, but it's because of the connotations that come with BDSM, the idea of BDSM. I think BDSM basically stands for bondage, domination, sadomasochism. Yeah, or it varies. But okay, so basically, it's about kind of playing, so just pushing boundaries. So that can be anything from like spanking through to being ball gagged, and you know, all kinds. The spectrum is so broad, you can't just even like a spank comes under the umbrella of BDSM, doesn't it? Yeah, it's literally. I think the trouble is when a lot of people when they see think BDSM. Crosses their mind goes all the way to extremes. Yeah, whips and chains, and you know restrictions, handcuffs. He's gonna cut me. He's gonna cut me, strangle me, choke me, and whip me to death. That's literally what a lot of them think. It's crazy, but that's the way it's kind of put out there, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of a bad rap in that sense. I think if you know that it's such a broader spectrum then, you know, that's just ignorance, really. Yeah, typically you have to ask for that and specifically request it. Yeah. not everybody's got to offer that. I was going to say, because wouldn't most people be scared to try and, I mean, well, I know there is obviously knife play and blood play. That does come under that. But that's something that you say, you'd have to be quite specific about that because that could veer into assault if if it's not, you know, yeah, that's just a different realm altogether. Yeah, it's, it, it gets kind of tricky because it's like, sometimes you could do stuff like, even like breath play. And we're literally when we go, a lot of women go, choke me. And like, okay, yeah, cool. Right. And there's a lot of guys going, went, yeah, man, I just grabbed her by the throat. I went, well, that's not how you do that. That's not what it is. There's a technique so, involved in this. <laughs> this is the thing. And this is, this is why it's so important that people are educated on stuff like this. Grabbing someone by their throat could potentially strangle them and kill them. Especially mm. and when you think about it, when you're in the middle of sex, if a man is kind of strong and he's got his hand around your throat, then I don't know, suddenly he buses like his grip is going to you know you might just lose control because when your body shuts down when you're about to orgasm you yeah you've got to know what you're doing and I think um kind of equipping yourself with with knowledge like you said understanding what breath play is and that there's more to it that's got to be the way to go if you want to do that kind of shit then you've got to make sure you know what you're doing hear like these horror stories about people (laughs) why I don't even know why I'm laughing you hear these horror stories about people winding up in situations because they've a bit of play has gone left there's been plenty of um stories over the years of people that have died sadly you know through asphyxiation and stuff like that yeah i still remember seeing this video a long time ago i don't know if you saw it but it's literally there's a guy and he's got his hand around his girl's throat and i'm looking at this video and i'm like going hang about wait a minute are you judging this right and then she just collapses and falls the floor you could if you knew what you would have seen her going before Cutting then you could see, no she wasn't literally what the, the theory behind that basically right choke somebody is you're not grabbing the, the windpipe and crushing it you're applying you're applying pressure pressure to the carotid artery around the side so right. you're literally shutting down the blood flow to the blood flow to the brain which causes the euphoric effect so it's more about pressure on the sides of the neck rather than on the Front of the neck. actual throat itself yeah. you see there you go that's a hack people apply pressure to the outside not the inside so if you've got your hand around his or her windpipe then you're doing it wrong and you could potentially choke them to death 
Yeah, you could crush a track, a track either that way. Oh my God. You see things like that, you know, on any way. Right, so domination generally in the literal sense is about relinquishing control. So in the sensual sense, what is the difference? Because, okay, when we think of domination just generally, we think degradation. I think most people would associate domination with standardly as a woman that's wearing a certain, you know, dress in a certain way, probably 10-inch stilettos, basque, that kind of thing, whip, handcuffs, change. That's the kind of common face of domination. Or we move over to uh, the whole Christian Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey for, for the man kind of version. I know you're hanging your head because I know you're not a fan of him. So what is the difference between regular domination or the domination that we, we kind of feel we know versus sensual domination? We use a similar tool set, but we use them different in a different manner. I have vloggers. I have a lot of toys. I have a lot of toys. Anybody <laughs> that follows you on Twitter will know this man. Let me tell you something. When I say I've seen toys, but my eyes water sometimes when I see someone, I'm like, who and how? And I think I've asked you a few times, like, is that really going down? Yeah, it's, it, it it does. Yeah. It's also, I've, actually, I've got a nice new toy, actually. Okay. What was it? Describe. I don't even know what it's it's literally it's like a little bulb, but it's got this flickering tongue thing, which just flickers, vibrates. It's on the outside, so it's like a, it's like a little tongue, and all it is is it just vibrates. Do you put the ball inside of her, and it no, it, 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 put, it put the tongue goes against her clip. Ah, okay. So you tie tie her down, restrain her, blindfold. Okay. Sometimes a ball gag depend it depends how much noise they're making. It, it depends how much ma- noise they're going to be making. <laughs> <laughs> with the ball gag thing do you decide obviously i know you would have had a conversation about you know boundaries and stuff but would you decide when you think it's appropriate to bring in a ball gag for example i usually always have one but i don't usually always use it it depends on the partner and how much noise they're gonna make if they if they're losing it and they're literally screaming the house down and i'm like going crush you know what this no, hotel then they, they're gonna go completely mental if they go, go so, like sometimes i've had people banging on doors going is he all right in there and sometimes they want to use them on me so and do you let them yes okay it's switch then. It depends on the partner. You usually because obviously sometimes I like to be satisfied as well. It's not just all about I'd make somebody orgasm till they're in a mess and then I go, all right, see you later, catch you next time. I'd like to come as well. I would imagine part of it because even if it's like a say a paid for service, you still want to know that there's some pleasure to be got as well. Yeah, but not um, God, I don't think I've ever been paid for it. No, I'm not saying that you <laughs> no, God, I, no, I know I think I think I'm you're right, trying to position you as like a male prostitute. No, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying that, but I'm saying even in the instance where you know someone is paid for their services they've, they've actually asked me to say oh, can, I pay, can i charge you out to some of my friends like okay. really so so you're literally just doing the world a service then because if you're not allowed <laughs> to be paid for it you're so altruistic <laughs> yeah exactly i feel like yeah you're what a lot of women need and i would imagine a lot of the women that you meet or deal with come with some kind of sexual hang-ups would that be right to presume and when i say hang-ups I mean, maybe they want to explore stuff that they haven't been able to. They might that's be- probably, that's more like it. They, they usually want to experience something. They'll literally go, oh, you know what? I wouldn't mind trying something like this. You know, you see a lot of the stuff around and a lot of people go, I want a dominant, which annoys the living crap out of me because I want a dominant. I want what type of dominant? And a lot of people like come and say, hey, come and use me. And I'm like going, that's not what I do. Or I want you to flog me within this of my life. And I'm like going, no, no, what? That's you should go for a domly dom because that's not what I am. Yeah, I guess you're about making her feel good. Yeah, making her enjoy herself. So removing sort of like any kind of shame. Yeah, I guess just just being central with it, allowing her to to explore and experience all the feels, but without 
any humiliation. Yeah, it's so like, like a, it's like a safe a, a safe place safe. where you could just be you can just let yourself go. Yeah, I find it really interesting. I, I'm, you know what? I'm still stuck on the ball gag. I'm not gonna lie because I feel like someone like me would probably get the ball gag because. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people want to ball gag me anyway, so it's kind of standard. But with a ball gag, I, I must admit, I've never been ball gagged, so I'm not sure if it would completely silence someone. Does it literally... It doesn't completely silence you, but it also depends on the type of ball gag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've got... God, how many ball gags have I got? I've got must belt, at least 10. Oh, but basically, wow. there's different sizes oh, and there's different types, so some have got holes in them. And so also what does the hole do? Unless you breathe more easily, so, oh. that, so you don't have to try and open your mouth the extra to get ear in or breathe through your, na- your well, nose breathing is important so yeah that's yeah it. <laughs> so look, some people don't have a problem with it because they sit there going, sometimes the ball goes small enough so they can do it and sometimes they do it, they focus a lot of breathing in and out through their noses so i suppose it's sort of shifting the focus well if you're there screaming and carrying on then suddenly you get a ball gag then you're gonna have to now focus on breathing so it's gonna take you away from what was happening downstairs so i don't know maybe that's a shift in pleasure as well maybe sometimes it's more about that you now it gives you the freedom to actually scream your guts out and not say oh don't have to worry about sound so much because you can't literally you can be free so you go i'm a screamer or this is too too intense i can scream my guts out and in my mind nobody can hear me because i've got this thing in my mouth blocking the sound it won't completely block the sound but you but you can yeah Sorry, my mind is racing. So how did you, how did you... Focus. Discover- <laughs> We're back in the room. So how did you discover that this is where you wanted to be when it came to being a sensual dominant? Literally, I was going through a really dark time in my life. I was going, Christ, nothing's working. Nothing is nothing is going right here. And I was literally thinking I'm going to walk away from everything. Oh my goodness. And then uh, I, I spent some time out and I was like going, let me, let me just chill. And then I met somebody and she kind of dragged me into it. She kind of, no, not dragged me into she it. You. Yeah. She's like, going, I want to try this. And I began, you know, it's not really my thing. It's not, I don't know if I'm right. And then thought, wow. Okay. And then this, she's like, I want to try this other thing. And we go, okay. And then it kind of like, kind of started rolled from there. Yeah. Because I was like, literally, because I realised basically seeing her in pleasure was just unreal. And it was just getting more and more intense. And then she was like, like some some things like, I admit she was probably on the more, she was more interested in pushing herself sexually to see how far she can go. And she just wanted somebody who she could trust to do that with. Right. Because literally, you could say, some people are like, yeah, I would love to do this, but my man you know what even, even all the guys i know well i can't trust them with me to stop to hold back hmm. i think that's probably well very common i think something like pushing your sexual boundaries does require a lot of trust because it's very to, to completely when you think about it to be able to completely completely let yourself go anyway in a sexual situation is quite rare for most people because we come into these situations with egos expectations and kind of almost like a plan of what we're going to do especially if it's someone like I don't know people you might be talking to someone for a minute then you finally hook up and it's like yeah we're going to do this so you've already decided what you're going to do how you're going to do it how that's probably going to make you feel how you want to look when you're doing so there's so much going on in the head which let's be real fucks up excuse me everything that you're planning really because you cannot enjoy if you're in your own head so i understand that and i but i I do think that there's there's a lot more women out here that feel they can't really let go yeah it's it's, it must be unbelievably difficult to let somebody to trust somebody enough to let them handcuff defenseless on a bed yeah and he's sitting there going because you're thinking what could happen you know what what, what, he he could be a maniac or he could be like a weirdo who 
opens the door and his friends pile in with some cameras and stuff like that. And if you got if you're masked and you're blindfolding, you're on a bed naked. You somebody could be, yeah, you could be like, what's this? It sounds like a, a recipe for revenge porn. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does sound like a recipe for revenge porn. And there is a lot of trust. And I think we live in a world where everybody's got their phone to hand anyway. So you wouldn't even know. Like you said, if you're blindfolded, face down, ass up, skin out, how are you going to know? There's no way to know. So yeah, trust is a huge factor. But I think even as far as guys are concerned, though, like I think like a lot of men just have this whole thing in their head of how, what satisfaction looks like. And it's very much the woman's got to be screaming her head off. This is I see a lot of guys see and just conversations that you have. Woman's got to be squ- screaming. She's got to be squirting. And man's just got a bus in it. That's like the, the sum total of sex. And it's it's quite, it's interesting because, well, I suppose if you don't know any different. So when you come across a woman that is like, you know what, I want to push these boundaries. The average man's not going to know whether he's, he's not going to know his ass from his flipping dick. Yeah, that's 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 one of the major problems as well. And also the fear of other things. Like very really where I've met a woman who, 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 orgasms from basically just vaginal penetration yeah yeah but literally i've literally met one right and, and, and it had to be a very special sort of And that's technique. because her clitoris was still being stimulated. If it had to be in a special place, because I think a lot of people don't, and again, this is why it's important that we understand what the, the importance of the clitoris, because even if a man's hitting it from, you know, vaginally, in order for a woman to, to, to orgasm vaginally, her clitoris is still being stimulated, but from the inside, because obviously what you see visually in the front of the vagina, in the front of the vulva rather, is only the tip of the iceberg, right? Yeah. So, if she's getting it from the back, like a lot of women like it from the back because that's still kind of, oh, you can see what I'm doing with my hand. That's still kind of stimulating the clitoris internally. You're saying one woman, I would go as far as to say that every woman needs sti- sti- clitoral stimulation in some form in order to orgasm through sex. Whether it's mm. from a penis, like stimulating the clitoris from the back or externally, however it goes. There's yeah. some form of stimulation. There's a tip though, I usually use a magic wand. Oh, what the, what do you like, use a doxy or? Yeah, I use a doxy or a Lilo. Big up doxy. Big up Lilo, there you go. The doxy <laughs> is a pretty amazing piece of kit. So for people that don't know what ones are, they're literally, you plug them into the water. I mean, obviously you can have rechargeable ones now, but they they literally like ones and they've got like a top bit. Yeah, and it's just like a super powerful vibrator. Yeah, very, it's like a, a good, that's a good starter for one. I, I typically- starter? Yeah, but I prefer literally. To be honest, I prefer. I actually love the Satisfier Pro. The okay. Satisfier one is just mad. Yeah, so you can't really get on with that though. Some women say because obviously the way this it's like a suction toy for anybody that's not familiar with the Satisfier Pro. So it's a suction toy that like stimulates the clitoris in a kind of suck, suck sucking kind of uh, manner. But some women say that it's too intense, and some say it's not intense enough. So I, I say know. turn it down, and also it's it's a lot more fun when somebody else uses it on you. I think because there's that, that denial as well, and that kind of you don't know what they're going to do where they're going to move it it's like the unexpectedness when somebody else is using it i think that's like with any toy but then you've got men out here that are so silly they don't even want to see toys because it makes them feel inadequate but let's not even go there christ you should see some of the toys i've been using recently oh my I, god well like i said i've seen some of your toys yeah. so do you use toys on yourself sometimes i'll use a wand yeah what, well, just I, your balls? no that that i found way too in too much. uncomfortable it feels weird I think oh it depends yeah. on the guy some guys like people to grab their balls and slap them around and suck that's not me using my glands is where I'm most sensitive yeah I would imagine so that is the, the, the most sensitive alright so you kind of maybe fell into this then let's say um, I kind of nosedived into it <laughs> 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 so 
someone goes, well, try the water. It might, it might, it might be nice over here. Okay, whoosh. Oh, crap. And you're in. <laughs> and you have no intention. This is just the way for you now. Like, you can't imagine it not being this way. Oh, God, I wish I'd got into this a, a long time ago. Really? Yeah. That's crazy to think that you feel like that satisfied, crazy in a good way, that you feel that satisfied with it, that you wish you'd done it previously. I kind of feel like, obviously, as a black man, I find it really interesting because black men generally don't necessarily talk so freely about well they'll talk freely but just this kind of want and this need to pleasure a woman I mean you'll get people that will say they want to pleasure a woman but I'm saying like you you know this is a a massive thing for you. you you've made it clear you get off on her being pleasured and I think a lot of guys do but to openly express that and share that and I'm not sure whether that kind of conversation happens amongst groups of black men like so what yes yeah, so what are you all about please no yeah nah me too you know I like it when she comes. I don't really think that's the kind of conversations that many groups of black young and old uh, would have so it's really refreshing to hear that but do you kind of feel like as a black guy you have to kind of live to a certain stereotype when it comes to sex uh, not really not I'm of, a, I'm of age now where I don't give a I don't, don't care I don't give a toss. I've I've lived that life where you know, you know certain things are expected of you, and when I did something new, it's like well, holy shit. And there was, some, there was like some stuff. If you look at my feet, some stuff is like going, what the hell's he wearing? And so like that, I goes. <laughs> example oh well, sometimes i'm wearing fishnets sometimes i'm wait, wearing masks wait, wait. i've got uh sometimes i'm wearing a harness okay yeah all right so what just fishnets so what are we are we going there with the stilettos or just the fishnets just the fishnets just the fishnets okay. just the fishnets or, or the mesh body outfit or something like that yeah okay it's definitely. literally a lot of it's a lot, a lot the look the aesthetic and how it feels oh for the partner so yeah. they, that's what they want to feel against their skin well sometimes it's like they sit there go Ooh, that that that's a lot because literally i have to admit it's it does feel not, I'm not gonna lie it does feel nice wearing them but it's like it's what not mean? what I usually it's not what I usually wear it's not like my oh yeah my day to day I'm wearing fishnets <laughs> no it's not this is, it. this is it it's like when it comes to sex it's a different realm isn't it like on your day to day you're not gonna do you're not gonna orgasm like just walking down the street generally so <laughs> what you do sexually is kind of it's, it's a different level altogether so I can understand like fabrics feels touch you know all that kind of stuff it enhances the experience definitely yeah. so okay so I mean like because I feel like black men definitely have this there's a stereotype that black men they come in they smash they number one they can last forever all these are just stereotypes they can last forever they've got big willies they know how to have sex and it's all about smash and grab and yeah, this it. whole laying it down thing the oh. laying it down right <laughs> and it's just like really okay um, are we sure? No, literally. Unfortunately, we we are kind of hyper masculinized sort of thing. Mm. Like, oh, look at, and I get it all the time because they go, oh, look at you, look at look at you, mate. Oh, bloody hell, you don't look like a thin, weedy guy. Oh, yeah, God. because you know, obviously, you. I mean, obviously, people can't see you, but you know, you're you're pretty stacked. Like you've got. You can see Jim is your friend. Like you look after your body. So yeah, people are going to automatically have a, an idea of what you are and how you operate in the bedroom. Personally for me, part of the way I handle the bed in the bedroom is that you need a certain detachment mm. from yourself. Like you don't, it's not all, it's not all about you. I think a lot of guys think it's all about them. And like, that's why they kind of go, let me get mine before yeah. anybody else gets it. Cause somebody's going to steal my, <laughs> like somebody's going to steal my orgasm. My God, I've got to, I've got to yeah. get mine. <laughs> But the reality is men can orgasm a lot easier than women, so that's just ridiculous, isn't it? Ridiculous to think. The thing is, right, you know, orgasm is not cake. There's enough for everybody to share. <laughs> 
thank you. That's more than enough to go around a good few times as well. You know what I mean? So, okay, so what are you not prepared to go? Is there any areas you're not prepared to go? Typically, it's to do with pain, needle play. Knife play, I've played around a bit with because it's... it's knife play? Uh, yeah. Okay. Are you happy to elaborate? I would say it's not a real knife. It's not a metal knife. It's literally t- type of with wax play. So literally, you, you do the wax play uh-huh. and you use knife to scrape the wax flakes off. Okay. Tell you because it's a wooden knife. So okay, it's like, so it's like a spatula, like a uh, yeah, I suppose like a spatula in a sense. But the thing is, it looks like a knife. It kind of feels like a knife. No, right? If you're blindfolded, you wouldn't know the difference other than saying that's a very warm knife. <laughs> Yeah, because wood warms, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so for people that don't know what wax play is, so that's like basically melting can can of wax, drip, 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 yeah. that kind of thing. But a specific type of candle. Don't just go and whip your... Yeah, your... <laughs> no Yankee candles, please. From <laughs> the Yankee candle shop. Oh, you want to do wax play? Okay, let's just get the candle that we've been burning on the stairs for the last two weeks. <laughs> Can you imagine? Also, the first time I started out, it was like with a with a regular candle. She said, I've got this Yankee candle thing. I went... Uh-huh. And she goes, oh yeah, and she could take it, but I was like, going, oh, oh my god, I'm sure about this? Wasn't that so, marking her skin? Actually, yeah. The thing is, I assume it did afterwards because she was like, she's like, ow, ooh, ow, ooh. Yeah. And she was, she was kind of feeling it. I think it was just the intensity of it because me, I'm very sensitive to heat. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, like, if you drop a cup of tea on me, I'll go completely yeah. mental. Yeah, I'll literally because I'm just so sensitive to it. Right, but I've got paraffin wax, which is which has got a lower heating point. So if you've got a very relatively high my pain threshold that's better than regular candle wax but my favorite is is um soy waxes because they've got such a low better point and they are nicer that sort of so they really lend in well massages as well yeah oh okay so you combine the wax and the massage all right so the knife play yeah you see when i think of knife play i think cutting and and whatever and, and that's probably really ignorant of me or just having the sensation of a knife against the skin some people yeah. like that it's the, the danger behind yeah. it just having it close to the skin. Yeah, or have it drawn across the skin and say, yeah. not, not literally not cutting you. That one means less sliced in pieces. No, no, exactly. <laughs> Some people might like that. What reflects their boat? I'm, I'm, I'm no, judge, no judgment. <laughs> no, that's it. I was going to say, but for me, I mean, tattoos. I enjoy the process of tattooing. <laughs> I, hate, I hate needles. Really? Which sounds kind of weird because I'm covered in, I've got I'm tattoos all over. I've food as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> How did you cope? You know, once you get into it, you're like, oh, okay, right, I can do it. But uh, to me, I was, I'm, I've been scared the needles right it's like this is always going out for oh my god oh my god and then i feel like tattoo needles are different though because obviously most of the time they're in a sort of like tattoo kind of gun thing anyway so it's not like a bare needle i think it's more the fear of things it's like is it gonna hurt it's gonna hurt it's like when i had my covid jabs i'm like it's gonna hurt oh just just don't look don't look yeah and it's done i don't know if tattoo the the draw of the tattoo needle would be similar to how a knife would feel against your skin no because literally so especially depending where it is like when i was getting my inner forearm done it was like and it was right on the nerves it was like Mm. this is not comfortable at all it does not feel like a knife it just feels like uncomfortable yeah so we understand that obviously you do get pleasure from um it's it's a two-way street you know you're both obtaining pleasure so if you're happy to share what are your most sort of favorite things to do (laughs) i typically build a scene a what's going to happen in in a specific session actually well it's more all multiple scenes usually is a lot of it is like based around like like basically intense extended foreplay okay with based on certain toys so i'll be going okay first you've got like a warm-up then you got warm-up so you go okay warm-up you know they, they you enter the room right you know you do some like kissing you put on 
put a blindfold on, take them to the bed, lie them down. Right after you've stripped them, usually. <laughs> okay, sometimes not. <laughs> sometimes not. And then you may do some, basically some some candle wax, or some soy wax melted over them, and you might draw a pinwheel across across them, or a feather, or with some light flogging. Mm-hmm. Flogging is always an interesting one because people think, "Oh my god, he's gonna beat me into something." No, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. It could be like basically you could draw a flogger across someone, and it really it really depends. It's like actually, I'll probably I can send you a cup. I could I'll send you a couple afterwards. A couple of what sessions? Anon- anonymized scenes. Okay, that'd be interesting to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be. So now I'll send you the, the script for them. I'm not gonna send you the scene. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to see the visual. No, I mean, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> so you literally like write it out. Yeah. Oh wow, that's planning. That's good. That's planning. We like a planner. So, what do you personally enjoy? What are your favorite things to do and to receive? Do is it varies. To do it depends on the the. the person I'm with really yeah so it's not like a blanket thing so if you're someone that likes to I don't know eat eat pussy or if you're not if you're someone that likes to go down on someone wouldn't that be like just that's what you enjoy doing anyway uh, that's that feels like a, like a, a very specific kink it's not it's not it's like basically some people like feet feet and that's it I'm obsessed with feet no I'll I'll lick your toes and I'll suck them and I'll lick the soles of your feet and stuff like that but it's not something that I specifically say this is one thing I'm not that targeted I'm more along the fact is what is going to make you come what's going to make you lose control what is going to make you basically what's going to pleasure you but there must be things that i'm really pushing because there must be things that you enjoy there must be things in and amongst that that you say you know what i yeah i, I love it when or i really enjoy it when i love it well literally this i love it when they lose control and they're speaking in tongues and they're like literally yeah just shaking like, and they're shivering and you can't and they just go don't touch me don't touch me just stay the hell away from me so then at that point what do you do like you do you do you listen or do you just decide no i'm gonna touch you i'm gonna do what i want kind of thing this is where it gets interesting all right it depends on if they if they use a safe word if they say if they use a safe word mm-hmm. right basically sometimes right, some people go whatever happens i come don't touch me but sometimes that's when it starts they just haven't pushed through that bit and then literally if it's a lot of women right they'll go oh i've come don't touch me don't touch me and you're thinking well actually you know what you you might be more multi-orgasmic so let's carry if, on right, literally so let's carry on so it's sometimes when they go stop 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 i want to go what's your safe word <laughs> and then they'll go oh, and then sometimes they'll stop they'll carry on and go okay well i'm not gonna tell you nothing because honestly I've, i still think i could go i could go through this and sometimes they'll go if they really hit a limit they go oh my god this is my safe word okay okay then, I'll, then it stops Hmm. and then I back off and yeah. let them come back to themselves that's ask, important. ask if they need anything yeah so I suppose that's where like the aftercare comes in as well like that's part of the whole central experience isn't it it's like yeah. yeah you'd need that would need to be a massive factor I would imagine aftercare is, is important even if you're if it's pleasurable because sometimes it will, some people are just totally overwhelmed yeah and they're sitting there going <laughs> it, it literally it, sometimes they go to subspace <laughs> sometimes they go to subspace and they're yeah. like going yeah. and then you and literally like going okay? oh, they've gone away they've away you, you talk to them and they, you, you get nothing back and sometimes there's certain things that you need to do in order to bring them back oh really like yeah. give me an example like what like sometimes you got to touch the, their legs in certain ways to bring to bring them back because sometimes uh basically they're like literally in there quivering messes and they can't walk or they can't talk sounds like a great place to be <laughs> no, but literally it's like, <laughs> like sometimes i go oh literally it's like going, are you okay 
okay because I can't feel anything. I can't feel my legs. I can't feel anything. Wow. That is like, I suppose, the epitome of pleasure. I feel like every woman should experience that. Should we hand out your number? I mean, like what we said. No, I'm joking. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. All right. So family and friends. Is this common knowledge? This is what you got. I mean, obviously, it's not something you're going to talk about over Christmas dinner. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is what I do. But is it something that you actively, because as I said before, you are anonymous sort of in terms of out here in the social world. But is it is it sort of like a secret from friends? And family. Yeah, it is because my friends. What the hell are you doing? Because you, because you. Are you the problem? You're not doing anything wrong. No, I'm not doing anything wrong. But I quite like anonymity because anonymity lets me do what I do. Yeah, Yeah. I. I think it's important to have a private, private life anyway, you know, but obviously because people just presume that you're just having sex. Do you know what I mean? I'm saying because obviously yours is quite specific, like you can label what you do as essential dominant. I'm just wondering if your friends are familiar with the fact that you have a label, if you like, even though labels aren't always good, but you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, there are a few people actually know who I am. Yeah. You're one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Your secret's safe with me, don't worry. Yeah. My submissives do. And a few play partners do. Yes. Yeah. Well, they'll have to see you. But yeah, they have to see me. I go, okay, I'm a mystery man. Let me just go. Let me just turn the lights off and survive. I think you it's brilliant though, because obviously, especially, obviously, you're active on Twitter and, um, you know, very active on Twitter, let's just say. Um, that's it. I'm not that active. It just looks like I'm that active. It looks like you're active because I'm so crap on Twitter. I am so crap on Twitter. It's unreal. But I, every time I jump on, I generally see you. There's a few people that I see. I see stuff from you and a couple of other people. And yeah, I think. Here he goes with his with his um vibrators and toys and stuff. But it's always interesting. Like <laughs> and like you put out a lot of visuals as well, a lot of women that are kind of, yeah, in uh compromising situations, let's just say. Um, pleasurable situations, always looking in like they're in pleasure, which is nice. Yeah, I think it's important to keep your private life private. I understand that. So do you think that again, like I don't want to keep honing in on the fact that you're black. Do you think black men generally are sexually oppressed? Uh, I'd say repressed rather than oppressed because yeah. pe- people aren't doing it to us. We do it to ourselves. Okay. And a lot of it is is okay, yeah. to peer pressure. Yeah, oppressed versus repressed. Yeah, because yeah. um, I'm sitting there going, uh, literally, I, I have to admit, uh, was it? I remember this where where a lot of it is like every every black man thinks that they you know they're great in bed hmm. and i'm not saying i'm great in bed i'm, I'm not great in bed right? i'm not, I'm not you do what you do you yeah do you do. yeah i'm not particularly extremely well endowed and stuff like that right now i get a lot of interest from white women yeah and and i, I find that really odd because again can't you see what i'm about but <laughs> but, but what do you mean it's, what do you mean can't you see what i'm about? i mean i know a lot of the imagery that you put out is black women but i don't think it's clear that you wouldn't typically it's my it's my primary preference yeah okay that's what i'm saying so you yeah. I, I can see that you obviously have a preference of black women because obviously the stuff that you put out but i've never sat there and thought oh he would tell a white woman to f off i've never thought that no but then literally they, they, thought about it like that no but also think about it in this way Usually our approach goes, the approach is like, hi, like, hi, hi, how are you? And it goes, mm. oh, I noticed how you approach a lot of black women. Are you interested in white women as well? Uh, and then I go, uh, you know what, to be honest, it's not my prime, it's not my, pro- it's not what is my primary thing. It's, it's not, I'm, I wouldn't say no, but uh, it's not my primary thing. Yeah. It's not your preference. Yeah, which is like, it's probably a better, better way to say it's not my preference, but. Yeah, it's interesting that I've never really considered, but I wouldn't look at you and think that you would completely rule it out because I don't think there's many people that would completely rule it out, if that mm. makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, it's not any kind of slight or anything on an individual. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's just, yeah. 
yeah until someone says no i don't then i would just presume that we're all all nations do you know what i mean yeah well not all nations but you know majority of nations <laughs> <laughs> so black men generally mostly are repressed yeah so what's the best way for them to free up themselves in your opinion i don't think open conversations would work with them it's not like guys like, i don't know literally from sometimes i hear women talk about because yeah i was doing this i spoke to this my best friend and stuff like that mm. you know what i admit one i've had a couple of those sort of conversations with friends and some of them would just get really, really weird. Awkward. <laughs> yeah, literally, they get really weird. Literally, it's like, I remember one time where, um, this is really funny, because literally, I remember um, I was going to the gym, I came back, and I was with my PT at the time. He's, he knows a, a few of the things I was into, and he's like, uh-huh. and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, well, I need some tips. I went, well, what do you need? He goes, dude, and he goes, you know what, you know, I just want to try something different. I went, oh, I said, let's go and look at the car like a fucking dealer. Here's a few things. Yeah, try these. Try that. Wow. Wild thing was that his, his girl at the time went, messaged me and says, that was amazing. I know you gave those to him. And I went, what? <laughs> How <laughs> because she knew who I was, but then she just said, oh. but, she, but I think he must have told her something where he goes, and she goes, well, I know that you, he, got, he must have got this stuff from you uh, because he wouldn't have got, he wouldn't have got it anywhere else. Anywhere else. Oh, because wow. literally, I remember one time when, oh God, they'd gone to like, um, pharmacy and they both got to pharmacy and she went oh you know what I wouldn't mind and she picked a bullet vibrator mm-hmm. and he lost his mind over this because he felt threatened by this bullet vibrator so he's like going and this is where it comes into the whole sort of repression thing and and people not black men typically won't have toys with them but basically he goes so he's going to to the the till and he all he was he was in his head thinking what they're gonna think of me the fact that you know what that my girl is openly buying a bullet vibrator with, right next to me that showing that i can't lay it down i can't give her orgasm you need some toy oh it's ridiculous isn't it it took me a while to understand because i went yeah yeah she bought a vibrator yeah well what, what? So, she exactly. she's not like she bought like a, a fucking machine mate <laughs> a no, I mean, no. <laughs> goes, and you're gonna watch <laughs> and go, yeah and you know what it's been it's a bit heavy, love. Could you carry it for me? To the exactly. Team? Plug it in as well when you get home. Sort it, set it up. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've done so many polls like about how do you feel about sex toys? And I always get the, yeah, no, I'm cool with it. But I'm thinking in practice, I'm not so sure how cool a lot of them would be. You know, I'm not so sure because it's about feeling inferior to a bit of plastic, which is it just blows my mind. Because Glass I'm quite... Metal. Well, I'm quite... Exactly. But I'm quite happy to watch you with a flashlight. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like the same thing, innit? I'm not going to sit there and think, fucking hell, that flashlight's going to be tighter than mine. I'm not going to think that, am I? You know? I think more women should have flashlights just, just to use on their men. Yeah, just, or, or a Tenga egg. Yeah, you do that over yeah, there. Yeah. Like... You know what I mean? Like, give me a break, do you know? But um, <laughs> <laughs> it works, ladies. Honestly, the Tenga egg is the way forward. It is the bomb. I have to admit, you like them? That was, they were wild. The trouble it's is, you're sitting going, oh man, you only use it once. Yeah, you, can you can use it, you can yeah. use it a couple of times, but not too many times but you have to sort of turn it inside out and wash it out really thoroughly because obviously guys you'd basically ejaculate into this thing i mean i don't know how you feel about this whole thing with guys and shame when it comes to wanking and stuff like that i've heard this a few times guys saying that there's an element of shame behind masturbating or they feel a little bit bit shit afterwards i think it's probably just a guilt thing because you shouldn't me i typically don't do it that much is that why or you just is it just because you're satisfied elsewhere no it's because i typically like to share it with 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 somebody what the ejaculate or the experience the experience okay so you so you're saying that you don't enjoy masturbating alone only if i'm just going completely stir crazy like i was during the lockdown no. well 
outside lockdown, I typically don't because I typically will just, you know, you, you could rub the feeling out of yourself if you're not careful. Really? Do you believe that that's possible? It's possible because you, you, you sit, it's not so much possible, but it gets, sometimes it get harder to do it because you've been doing it so often. You know, yeah. you need time for the sperm to build up. You can't just, you know. You can't just keep going. <laughs> well, it's, Why it's not? Just, what, women can, do you know what I mean? Is, I know, that's the whole thing. So we, we, well, we are sperm factories, but it does take a bit of time. It does. Yeah, it does. No, I understand that. But then I suppose, what, what, are, you, what are you saying? That you couldn't just jerk without having to bust? That's the thing. It's supposed to, it's like to completion generally, so... Yeah, I can't imagine many men will just wank and stop without. And I typically, for me, the longer I leave it between it, the more intense the orgasm I have. Absolutely, I understand that. So literally, I I hadn't like for, I think up until this weekend, I don't think I'd actually masturbated for over a month. I I had them meet up this weekend and... I had to admit, when when I did come, it was, oh, my fucking God. Miraculous. (laughs) I was, oh, put it this way, I was, I I felt like I'd gone to the gym, like, and done leg day the day after. Oh, my God. Because literally, I was like going, oh, my, literally, I was like going. What the hell? I was working, I was thinking, God. My muscles feel like they've been pulled because <laughs> just felt weak. Obviously, as a woman, I know that I could come now and come later and four or five times, and it's fine. Tomorrow we can do it again. But I know it's not the same for for guys. It also depends on the woman because some women basically can only come once, tw- twice. Some women can only come three times. Some women can come to the cows come home. I said they're a gift from God. The ones who can come forever. But, <laughs> oh, you love all that. But, but basically, yeah, yeah, I love that because literally, you can, you could spend like a lot of basically what I do. Just think of it as extended foreplay. Just mm-hmm. imagine if foreplay went on for like five to seven hours mm. all right that that's go cool. yeah no yeah but for me that that's great but unfortunately when you do get around to touching me i, I probably won't last that long <laughs> so the build-up must be quite intense if, if you if you've kind of staved off for that length of time then you're not going to last too long no but it is it is worth it yeah yeah, massive yeah, the, the longest the longest session I've done is 15 hours. Without, without you coming. That is what you yeah. call edging, yo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never heard anything like it. Imagine. Blimey, me 15 whole hours. That's nuts. You must have just that must have been Mount Etna vibes. <laughs> it was fun. It was I bet uh, it was. I bet it was. But just before we wrap up, okay, so what advice then would you give to someone that feels shame to explore themselves sexually? And just allow themselves to kind of free up. I'd say don't overthink it. Right? Basically, everyone everyone deserves some sort of pleasure. Though I'd say everything in moderation. I'd say well, basically experiment what you like or experiment with what you like. And also don't be afraid of bringing extra things into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there is nothing wrong with a guy. Uh, see, oh, this is gonna sound really silly. There's nothing wrong with a guy having sex toys, boy. And I'm not talking. I'm not talking booty master three thousand here. I'm talking like basically toys to use on on women and even like, on himself. Yeah, and on yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is a, a company that I kind of write for, Hot Octopus. They have a lot of couples toys. Oh god, they got that that, that lovely. Uh, that, it's like the one with the um the, the two finger thing with the. It's like a viber thing. It's like a vibrate which you put on your finger. A digit. Yeah, it might be digit. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not going. I'm forever thinking and buy that got too many toys yeah um it might be worth investing in (laughs) (laughs) we'll leave that there so toys are okay but what about someone that is kind of having trouble tapping into their own kind of shame because i think that's what prevents a lot of people from moving forward sexually is what they I don't, I don't know, because honestly, it's like, do I feel shame? Sh- I think sometimes whatever floats your boat, it literally, sometimes it, you, you just need, sometimes it, it's not you, mm. it's the partner or the people around you. True. Because literally, I had to admit, when I first time I wore fishnets, I was like, going, 
You know what? Bloody hell. No, actually, first time I put my mind, I thought, Jesus Christ, I look good. <laughs> I thought, oh, these feel kind of, oh, these kind of, yeah, kind yeah, of nice. Started around the bedroom, giving it some. Yeah, and I, I remember basically, I thought, I felt sometimes you need to be comfortable, even though, yeah. right, don't, don't be afraid of what you are and don't judge yourself. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, all because I wear fish, it doesn't mean I'm gay because I know I'm not gay. Oh, yeah. Even even when it comes to switch play, a lot of men have issues, would have issues with that because they'd be like, well, I'm the man, I'm supposed to be dominant. How the hell am I supposed to be submissive? Do you know what I mean? So there's a lot of kind of, yeah, just masculine crap that prevents people. Yeah. From- also, you don't, all because you're a guy, you don't have to be dominant. Of course not. And being a guy doesn't make you dominant. Exactly. Mm. There's nothing wrong with being dominated once in a while. Because mm. everyone's sake, right, you know, like, I'd say, well, I'm a guy. Uh, you know, I, th- I think I look quite masculine, I think. I think right? So. And I bought myself some, um, what, le- a leather harness. Okay. What, peanut yeah. harness? No, um, like the sort of like the suspender ones for... for oh, like a, like almost like a, a suspender belt. Yeah, suspender belt. Yeah. Oh, nice, in leather. Yep. You haven't put that on Twitter? No, I just ordered it yesterday. Oh, okay. So when it comes, I'll be looking out for that then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking out for you in your, your fish nets and your heart and your leather harness. <laughs> <laughs> you should take a, a shot from the the waist down and cut, obviously cut off your head. <laughs> <laughs> so people can't see. Oh. No, there's, a recent, there's a recent one online, actually, me in, in a mask and harness and fish nets. Oh, really? What, yeah. on your Twitter? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go and have a look. I didn't see it. <laughs> If I can see that now, where is it? That's on Saturday. Let's let's have a quick look. There you go. You can get an absolute reaction. See, the first thing I see when I jump on your Twitter is some woman lying skin out with a ball gag in her gob. All I can see is pure pum pum. I came here because I get Twitter issues because I was thinking, I'm into like sort of BDSM, right? And then I looked on BDSM and I couldn't find any black people on BDSM except for those being chaptified. And I was like going, there's got to be more to this. And it's it's it was really hard to find that kind of content. So I thought, you know, why don't I just start spreading that content to, normal, to normalise it? That the, the black people do do BDSM and they do enjoy it. There yeah. are people who are out there who do it. Nipple clam, restrain, ball gag. Let's uh, just do so... If we'll do a search it'll be playtime yeah you've been posting a lot it's not me it's the bot oh you have the bot doing it okay yeah because people think i don't i think you know, I, I i don't i need to go out i need to work you i need to do sleep. stuff in it be, yeah there's some really cool pictures though there's some really cool images like this one of this woman giving the guy head yeah, exactly. and i like the fact that you've got a nice mixture of slim and thick women it's not just one or the other <laughs> why are you laughing yeah people are like going what's your type i went Women. <laughs> women. I was going to say, I wouldn't even ask you that because I, I feel like I can see that there's not really a, a, a sort of a, a tight body wise, maybe not too big. I don't know. What's wrong with too big? <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying, I don't know. I, would, I know, I know. I would say if anything, it would be maybe not too big or too small, like the two extremes. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, look at you. Look at the mask. Miles Morales. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is brilliant. And then the selection of toys as well. Oh, Lord. You are funny. And the Dettle Wipes. You. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta make sure it's gonna be safe. Oh look, someone's getting lucky tonight. <laughs> Someone put under the cup. <gasps> Hilarious! That is brilliant. Yeah, no, but it is so refreshing to kind of see just the openness and the just able to be, you know, fearless in it as well. That's what I think. That's a lot of the issue that a lot of uh, 
black men in particular have is this what are, what is that person going to think of me how's it going to look am I going to look like this am I going to it's a lot of overthinking so you are refreshing you really thank you. are thank you I think so it's much. nice to compartmentalize yourself sometimes though. is it true yeah yeah you I mean yeah not always it's not always a good thing but sometimes it's necessary and so just let me understand so with your to your subs is it a, a regular contact thing do you stay in touch or I wish it is some some are some aren't like um one of them I've I've kind of less COVID has kind of made us lose contact. I'm hoping she'll come back to me again soon. You have like WhatsApp and social media. Yeah, but sometimes it depends. Sometimes some people just disappear. Yeah, because it, it's um it's it's also for women. It could be it's also a thing for them as well. They're going, ooh, this is my thing. My goodness, I, I don't. This is not. Or sometimes they have partners as well, so they go. Ah. Uh, so you're the bit on the side. Now, sometimes I'm the side piece. Yeah, are you, and you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. I, many I fulfill guys... a certain. I fulfill a certain a certain need. But do, do you think guys in generally are happy with being side pieces? Because traditionally, women are the side piece. Again, black guys. In, in... A load of black men will say they've got an issue with it. They're being a side piece for a lot of liars. They're liars because they're quite happy be be it. You see, I see it a lot of times. Those of my friends, right? Of those people I met, are side pieces. Yeah, because it's it's no stress, isn't it? You get all the sex and the fun without having to have the responsibility of being the main man. Exactly. You go, oh yeah, well, you know what? She gets to go home to her, her man, and I get my I get my my fun and games. But isn't that what it is? Because men like to feel like they're the man. So if she's coming to you, using you for sex, and then buggering off. I'm not saying that that is how it is, but isn't that how some guys see it? Like, oh shit, coming to just use me and then bugger off. <laughs> Do you know what well, I, mean? I think it's probably the other way around. Like, she came to be used, and then I, and then she buggered off. Yeah, but the fact is, it's on her. It's her. Yeah. I think that would be the issue a lot of guys have. Like, I'm the one that's supposed to be calling the shots, not her kind of thing. No, you can tell tell people think that because honestly, when people start talking about catching feelings, you're thinking, okay, this is what it's about. Yeah. And actually, just, just before we finish, the whole catching feeling things, please clarify for me that men are actually more likely to catch feelings than women. There's a pause. Why is there a pause? I'd say it depends on the person. And Okay, just generally on the whole, because there's this, there's this whole thing that, oh, it's women that catch the feelings. I think that's nonsense. I think a man is just as likely. Yeah, I catch feelings. Yeah. You see, you can admit it. I love the fact that you can admit these things. Because why wouldn't you? You're a human. And like, if we take it biologically, when it comes to sex, biologically, there are chemicals that are popping off when you're having sex that make you want to bond. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm demisexual, so... Right. Literally, I can only really have sex with somebody who I have, who I have a emotional connection, connection with. Yeah. So it's not, it's, it. so that's why I can't just, somebody goes, oh yeah, you know, just this one night thing. I went, nah. You don't want the one night. Yeah. No, nah, I need, I need some sort of connection with them because it just won't work. I can, what I do is not a job. It's not like, oh yeah, let me just it's do this. And enjoy. Da, da, da. Yeah. So, okay. So you can't, so what are you saying? You couldn't have like a one night stand? I could, but it wouldn't be. As fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And would you be the one that's more inclined to kind of like run that person down? That's a horrible term, but would you be kind of pursuing that person? Depends on the person. Yeah. No, I mean, like, if you kind of started feeling a certain way, or would you sit? Because again, a, a very masculine way of doing things, regardless of how you feel, you don't show the woman that you want. Do you know what I mean? Like, you'll, you'll leave her for a week just so that you don't look like the one that's running. That's the whole. Oh no, that's just that's just pride thing. But trouble is, uh, it well no, because sometimes right, you can also see it from the guy's side. side. Some some women go, you know what, he's too needy, or he's always, or he wants to communicate. All he's always messaging me. You know, the thing is that all these rules get thrown into play, play, and a lot of it's like, oh man, you know what, you don't know 
like sometimes right, you like you haven't messaged me in a in a, in a, in a day, and you're like, oh my god. And sometimes you're busy, and sometimes someone's like, oh yeah, you're just wet, or I've got a life, you know, I've got a job. Leave leave me alone. You're like going, okay. Wow, I don't know. I just think you should just be. I think when you're overthinking something, that's a sign of you're doing the most. Like, do you know what I mean? If you're sitting there thinking I'm not going to contact someone because I don't want to look needy, then you're doing the most. If you want to contact that person, contact them. It, unless it's, they tell it's you all otherwise. these rules. Unless they tell you other. What are the rules though? Who's yes, making that's Nobody knows. Literally, that's it's, what I'm saying. So do what you're doing. <laughs> Do what makes you feel good. This is what I don't understand. And I find that men, they do themselves out of potential relationships <laughs> because they're full of shit. They, you know, they, they they think, oh, this is how I've got to behave as a man. Like, who told you that? Who told you? Yeah, she's got to want me. Like, well, she might be sitting there thinking, well, he's got to want me. And then what? Then you, 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 you it's like it's checkmate. Then no one ain't Ooh. moving. And then it just dies out. And then you're both, well, normally the woman just box off because men are always normally hitting on women. So yeah. it's like... It's the guy, then you've got to start from scratch doing the hunting shit again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the the, the hunting is hard work. <laughs> of course it's hard work. I can imagine women, like men come to the women. Yeah, I, I mean, literally, when, when, when the, as a guy, if you, if you say no to a woman, oh my God. You're in, <laughs> he goes, oh my, and he goes, it's literally, it's like, it's like, it's like you rip their heart and it's out of their chest. Yeah, it's like, what, what are you doing? Like men aren't supposed to say no to women. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because I'm paying. How could you possibly say no? Paying, you know. Oh dear. <laughs> Although, I, you know what? I, I, I think it's, it's only right that you know women can take men out. I don't have an issue with that or anything like that. But yeah, I don't know. Certain things make my head think. Hmm. I look at people sideways and think whatever. <laughs> anyway, we're moving into a completely different subject. But I just want to say thank you so much for again for being so open and honest. I think I think it's amazing that you found a space that you're completely comfortable in and you're satisfied. Like you can truly say you're sexually satisfied after your your sessions. <laughs> like that's got to be a good. I mean, how many people can say that and honestly mean it? I don't know. It's just literally. I think it's, you just got to let yourself be open to it. You got yeah. to literally. One of my submissives she said that you guys, you're one place that I can let just let the world be silenced to let everything go away. Yeah, that's nice. <clears throat> so you're basically her piece. Yeah. What a sexual partner should be, in a sense, because <clears throat> sex is sex should take you to another realm. And it should be a realm where you're not worrying about the bullshit of day everyday life. Even <laughs> at that moment, do you know what I mean? So for her to say that that's that's nice. That made you feel good, innit? Yeah, that's <laughs> to me. I thought, yes, I thought, I thought, first of all, I thought, wow, that's that's kind of deep. Mm. And I thought, well, that's what you should be trying to do at all yeah. the time. So okay. Exactly. Oh. So where can people find you if they want to engage with you? Obviously, like make it clear this is not a for sale service. So if, maybe if you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to go and get my pussy eat. No, you create. it's probably not going to go down like that. But obviously, if people want to kind of just follow you and, and check out what you're about, where can they do that? It's Amnu Jaku on Twitter. It's A-M-A-N-O-J-A-C-K-U-1. I'm going to link it down below anyway so people yeah. can you know just click on a link and, and find you that way and yeah enter into your world which is a very interesting one be prepared to see lots of naked black women lots of uh sex toys lots of sexy shit is an interesting place to be <laughs> thank you so much for your time today no worries thank you take care all right have a great day you too